In this episode, we look at how to be mentally flexible. Get excited because this is Tiny Leaps. Big change. Welcome to another episode of Tiny Leaps, Big Changes, where I share simple strategies you can use to get more out of your life. My name is Greg Clunas, and in this episode, we're looking at a topic that is key, I think, in pursuing the goals that we have over the course of this year, because there will be moments when we are stressed out, when we are, uh, when it feels like everything is falling apart, and when it feels like just nothing can go right. And in those moments, the key to coming out on top, the key to doing better and making better choices that align with our goals is mental flexibility. So in this episode, we're going to talk all about what mental flexibility is, uh, the requirements for it, and how I believe you can develop more of it in your day-to-day life. So this should be a really good one for those of you who have big goals you want to accomplish this year. Now, before we jump into the episode, I do want to remind you to take the survey. Head over to www.tinyleaps.fm survey. Doing so will give me the information about what you want to hear more of and how I can better serve you this year so that I can be there by your side to help you accomplish your goals. And as a bonus, you will be entered for a chance to win one of three $50 Amazon gift cards. I'm doing that giveaway at the end of the month. So between now and January 31st, you do need to head over to www.tinyleaps.fm survey and fill that out. It should take about five minutes. Okay, so let's talk about mental flexibility. Now, one of the first things we need to discuss when we are looking at mental flexibility and building mental flexibility is getting a better understanding of what exactly it is. Now, the idea for this episode originally came from a Quora post. So I tend to spend a decent amount of time going through Quora, looking at uh, questions that people are, are asking, answering questions if I can, reading through other people's answers. And I'm linking to this specific Quora post in the description for this episode, so be sure to check it out. But uh, someone replied to a question on mental health and how to improve our mental health in a pretty unique way, something that I hadn't seen before. And so I wanted to sort of take that concept and expand on it further because I thought this idea of mental flexibility is something that we don't really discuss when we're looking at mental health topics. So in her words, mental flexibility is being able to make intentional decisions about how to engage challenging situations or emotions. So the whole idea of mental flexibility is essentially how flexible you are when something is going on that is stressful, when you're in a situation where uh, everything feels like it's falling apart, you're super stressed out, there's a lot of pressure going on. How flexible are you mentally to be able to still stay in control of what your reaction is and how you react to a situation. And this is something that I struggle with uh, pretty regularly. It's, It's not an easy thing to do. So this episode isn't really meant to be uh, like telling you, here's how you fix it. It's more of the beginning of a discussion about how we can start to improve this in our lives and become more flexible. So if this whole concept of mental flexibility is about how 
how capable you are to essentially stay in control and make the, the decisions you know you should be making when things are stressful, when things are tough, how do we go about actually doing that? Well, the original author lays out the requirements. And again, I'm going to link to the core discussion so you can read the full context in the description to this episode. But she lays out what she believes are the requirements to becoming mentally flexible and being mentally flexible. And for her, the first big requirement is self-awareness. So it's understanding and being able to recognize when you are starting to lose control, when you are in a situation that might lead to losing control. And that, I think, is quite possibly the most important aspect of all of this because People lose control. It happens. It's not something that we need to beat ourselves up over forever. But the only way to fix it, the only way to improve on it, the only way to get better is to actually be able to recognize it before it happens. Recognizing it while it's happening, while still valuable, doesn't help you get over it. It it just sort of allows you to see this is happening. But recognizing it when it's about to happen, that gives you a moment where you can choose a different direction. And self-awareness is incredibly important to being able to do that because you have to know what your signs are, what your triggers are. So that's the first big requirement that she lays out. And then the second is intentionality. So what do we mean here? Well, intentionality is actually making the choice. It's not enough to just recognize that something's about to happen. We need to be able to interrupt that pattern. We need to be able to step in and say, this isn't the direction that I want this to go. So I'm going to do whatever I need to do in order to avoid that. So those are the two main requirements. We first need to be self-aware enough to recognize what is going on and where we are. And uh, and, and to a, a sub-degree of that, we also need to be able to recognize, is this a situation where I can pivot or is this something where I need to just step away? And we'll talk about that a little bit more after the break. And then the second step is actually being intentional and actually stepping in and course correcting. So when we get back, we are going to dive into what I think is a um, fairly straightforward but very important approach to building mental flexibility into our lives so that we can get better at it over time. So stick around for that. Did you know learning an instrument has been shown to reduce stress, boost your immune system, and enhance brain development? This episode is brought to you by Fender Play. Fender Play is the complete online learning platform for guitar, bass, and ukulele. With Fender Play, you can play your first song in just minutes with short, easy-to-follow lessons taught by experienced instructors. What makes it different? Well, Fender Play features a step-by-step, song-driven learning path tailored to your music taste and built around your schedule, all from your phone, tablet, or computer. With a Fender Play membership, you can master chords, songs, and techniques at your own pace with bite-sized lessons you can watch anywhere, anytime. You can track your progress in the app so you can pick up where you left off. You can share your success and get support from instructors in Fender's exclusive online community. And you can get unlimited access to hundreds of lessons and features for an entire year, all for less than the average cost of one traditional music lesson. 
Longtime listeners of the show know that I love music. In fact, I've been playing or involved with music pretty much ever since elementary school. And I remember a few years back, maybe back in high school, trying to teach myself how to play the piano and basically just constantly being frustrated because I just couldn't figure it out. I remember staring at pages and pages of sheet music and never quite being fast enough at reading it to be able to do anything worthwhile. And because I didn't have an instructor to help me along the way, I eventually just quit. Now, I've wanted to play guitar for years, but I've basically just been too scarred by my piano experience to ever really give it a shot. And that's why I'm so excited about Fender Play. We have an incredible deal for Tiny Leaps listeners right now. So if this is something that interests you, if you've always wanted to pick up the guitar, then listen up. New members can try Fender Play free for two weeks and save 50% off a Fender Play annual plan. But the only way you can take advantage of this offer is to go to www.fender.com slash podcast. That's fender.com slash podcast. And be sure to use our special offer code, TINYLEAPS, at checkout. This offer is only available for a limited time, and it does expire on Monday, January 20th at midnight Pacific time. So you've got to act fast. Again, visit Fender.com slash podcast and use our special offer code Tiny Leaps to try it free for two weeks and save 50% off a Fender annual plan. And you can start learning right now. All right, we are back. We're talking about how to build mental flexibility, how to improve your mental flexibility. And basically, so far, we've discussed what mental flexibility actually is. That is the ability to make intentional choices in the moment when you're feeling stressed out, when you're feeling upset. And we've talked about the requirements for better mental flexibility. That is self-awareness, being aware enough to understand when things are about to go down and being intentional and actually stepping in to make a real change. But how do we actually develop that? How do we uh, practice that and improve at it? Well, I believe that there are two and a half, basically. Let's call it two and a half steps that can really help you in this. And this is kind of a lifelong thing. This isn't really like, I'll do this for two weeks and then you're going to have great mental flexibility, right? As you guys know, listening to this show, things are never that easy. It's about showing up every day. It's about doing the little that you can. And it's about making progress no matter what else is going on. So remember that as I go through this. But the first step, we sort of have to develop that self-awareness, right? We need to first understand what is going on and be able to recognize it. Because if we can never recognize it, if we can never see it in ourselves, then we're always going to struggle. So the first thing that we need to do is to start doing regular check-ins with ourself. Now, we can do this via journaling. We can do it via uh, taking notes. We can just do it by ourselves and not write anything down. It ultimately doesn't matter. Whatever you feel most comfortable with is totally fine. But we do need to start checking in with ourselves. And the reason we're doing this is just for practice, right? We it, This isn't necessarily about when things are stressful. We just want to, on a daily basis, check in with ourselves. How are we doing? What are we feeling right now? What is going on? How stressed do I feel? How not stressed do I feel? Just getting a base understanding of how we feel in the moment. And one big thing that this is going to do for us is allow us to start practicing the process, right? We are going to start 
uh, building that habit and building that muscle of checking in with ourselves so that when we actually need it, when we actually are in the moment and things are stressful, we're already going to be pretty good at it, right? We don't want to wait until things happen to check in with ourselves because we're not going to remember. It's not a thing that we do regularly. It's not a part of our routine. So first, we need to build that habit, build that routine, and build that skill set so that when we actually do need it, it's there for us. So that's the first big step. The second step is to start, when these things happen, checking in with yourself. And I know it sounds repetitive. That's why I called it two and a half instead of three. But we do need to actually use this, right? It doesn't really matter if we practice it or if we know about it or any of those things. All of that stuff is just to make it easier for us to actually use it when it matters. So the next time something happens, you have to actually take that half a second and check in with yourself. And that might mean removing yourself from the situation. That might mean stepping back. That might mean pausing and and not answering immediately. Like whatever needs to happen, but you do actually have to use it. That's how you gain the practice. That's how you actually um, apply this stuff is to practice it so that it's easier to do when you need it, but then to actually use it when it's there. And then finally, the third piece or point five, whatever you want to call it, is we have to actually make the conscious choice to change. And what do I mean by that? If the pattern normally goes, something happens, life gets stressful, you sort of panic and and withdraw or panic and lose your temper or panic and, and whatever, right? That's the pattern. So first, we're checking in with ourselves. We're better understanding uh, how we feel outside of those moments, and we're gaining the skill set, the habit. Then we're checking in with ourselves when things are actually going down, when things get hard. That allows us to actually recognize it and gain knowledge and consciousness on what's going on. Then we actually have to do something. We actually have to stop ourselves. We actually have to step back. We have to leave the room. We have to leave the situation. We have to tell somebody that this needs to pause for a second. And that is the hardest part, but that is the only thing that can actually change it. That's the only way that flexibility actually counts. It doesn't matter if you're mentally flexible with yourself. It doesn't matter if it's internal. If you stopped yourself internally, but you still acted the same way externally, that's, that's not that valuable. The goal is to actually change behavior. Now, the other stuff... That's the inner work required to be able to change behavior. But the goal is to change behavior. It's not the inner work. It's to change the actual behavior. So I hope this has been helpful. This is a topic that um, is is pretty personal to me right now. And it's something that I am actively trying to work on. Uh, It's something that hopefully... Uh, my own advice can 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 help, but definitely this Quora post and sort of just starting to think about it more as a topic is something I'm really excited to uh, employ in my life. So thank you so much for being here. I appreciate you spending some time with me. Listen, if you haven't already, take the survey. Uh, I want to serve you better. I want to create better content for you. Like th- The survey isn't for me, quite frankly. I can keep creating whatever content I feel like creating, but I want to make sure it's going to be something that's valuable to you. The only way I can do that is if you tell me 
what is going to be valuable to you. So head over to www.tinyleaps.fm survey. Let me know what's important to you, what topics you want to hear more of, who you are, and how I can help you. And as a bonus, you'll be entered for a chance to win one of three $50 Amazon gift cards. So really, you win either way. Head over to www.tinyleaps.fm survey right now and take the survey. Be sure to click subscribe wherever you're tuning in. We've got a whole lot of new listeners. So for those of you that are new, you've discovered me in the last couple of weeks. Thank you for being here. Like, you're, you are amazing, and I'm so excited to help you on your journey going forward. Be sure to click subscribe. Don't just be a lurker. Thank you so much for listening, and remember that all big changes come from the tiny leaps you take every day. <laughs>